one, two, three. Hey there, everybody. How's everybody doing? Good, I hope. Good. All right. Here we go. Timeless Podcast, episode 16. Coming in hot. Man, we are just rolling right along here. Two months of the year already down. Yikes. It's true when they say time flies, isn't it? Crazy. Well, hopefully, as we roll into March, or having already rolled into March, Everybody's well on their way, putting a good dent in the uh, 2018 goals that we've all set for ourselves, and continuing every day, get a little bit better, kick ass, take names, own life, own the day, own life. All right, so... This week we got, and I apologize, coming at you guys a couple days later than normal, but better late than never, right? So, this week we are going to talk about coaches and mentors, and or mentors, and the importance of them. Now... Why is it important to have a coach or have a mentor? Because chances are whatever it is that you want to do or are thinking of doing, chances are someone else has either done it or done something similar. And so what's the purpose of seeking out that wisdom, that knowledge? Well, they, you can learn from them. That's the whole idea is, you know, getting someone that, that can teach you the path, the, the, the things that they used to be successful the things that they did that weren't so successful so you can learn from them. You know, I had a uh, in a college class I took, I know, I remember one of my professors saying, and he was quoting somebody, I I think he was quoting uh, Rod Dato, who uh, was the uh, legendary baseball coach at USC. Um, But, I think it was Rod Dato who's quoting, said, never make the same mistake once. And what that really means is go find a coach or go find a mentor. Go find someone who has expertise in the thing that you want to do or someone who has done what you want to do before so that you can learn from them and maybe maybe learn from their mistakes so you can avoid doing those same things yourself. And listen, 
you know, look, this game of life, it's difficult, right? It's tough. In all aspects of it, business, it's tough. Relationships, tough. Finding what you're made to do, it's tough. You know, it's very difficult to do things alone. And I'm going to read here. This is the uh, an excerpt from the foreword of... Tim Ferriss's book, Tools for Titans, which is a fantastic book filled with excellent amounts of, of information, excuse me, uh, from, from titans, from the people who are the best in the world at what they do. But this is the... This is a foreword that's written by Arnold Schwarzenegger. And he's talking about how he's not a self-made man. And, I mean, if there was anyone who you would think would be a self-made man, if you know Arnold's story, it would be Arnold. But he says, he's saying he's not a self-made man. And that's kind of the point of this episode, is no matter how hard you try, look, you're not going to be able to do it alone. You're going to have to get some form of help along the way. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's good. That's what you should do. You know, part of this whole, you know, th these timeless principles that we talk about, part of that is, you know, knowing when you need help and what you're not good at and seeking out that information to improve yourself and get better, right? So this is this is from the foreword to... To Tools of Titans. This is by Arnold Schwarzenegger. I am not a self-made man. Every time I give a speech at a business conference or speak to college students or do a Reddit AMA, someone says it. Arnold, as a self-made man, what's your blueprint for success? They're always shocked when I thank them for the compliment, but, I, but say, I am not a self-made man. I got a lot of help. It is true that I grew up in Austria without plumbing. It is true that I moved to America alone with just a gym bag. And it is true that I worked as a bricklayer and invested in real estate to become a millionaire before I ever swung the sword in Conan the Barbarian. But it is not true that I am self-made. Like everyone, to get where I am, I stood on the shoulders of giants. My life was built on a foundation of parents, coaches, and teachers, of kind souls who lent couches or gym back rooms where I could sleep, of mentors who shared wisdom and advice, of idols who motivated me from the pages of magazines and as my life grew from personal interaction. I had a big vision and I had a fire in my belly, but I would never have gotten anywhere without my mother helping me with my homework, without my father telling me to be useful, without teachers who explained how to sell, or without coaches who taught me the fundamentals of weightlifting. If I had never seen a magazine with Reg Park on the cover and read about his transition from Mr. Universe to playing Hercules on the big screen, I might still be yodeling in the Austrian Alps. I knew I wanted to leave Austria, and I knew that America was exactly where I belonged, but Reg put fuel on the fire and gave me my blueprint. Joe Weider brought me to America and took me under his wing. 
promoting my bodybuilding career and teaching me about business. Lucille Ball took a huge chance and called me to guest star in a special that was my first big break in Hollywood. And in 2003, without the help of 4,206,284 Californians, I would never have been elected governor of the great state of California. So how can I ever claim to be self-made? To accept the, that mantle discounts every person and every piece of advice that got me here. And it gives the wrong impression that you can do it alone. I couldn't, and odds are you can't either. We all need fuel. Without the assistance, advice, and inspiration of others, the gears of our mind grind to a halt, and we're stuck with nowhere to go. I've been blessed to find mentors and idols at every step of my life, and I've been lucky to meet many of them. I have never been shy about seeking wisdom from others to pour fuel on my fire. So... That's that sums up well the whole kind of essence of what I want to talk to, about today, and that's seeking these mentors, these figures in your life. And, and now it doesn't necessarily have to be. Look, not everyone's going to be able to have Tony Robbins be their personal coach or have Arnold Schwarzenegger teach them how to lift weights. But chances are there's someone in your organization, you know, in your office, in your school, somewhere that will be able to help you get to where you want to go. And look, you're not going to be able to do it to do it alone. I mean, you hear all the time. You know, in, in sports, again, obl- here we go, obligatory sports reference, but it's true. You know, the great coaching tandems, you got, you know, Vince Lombardi, Bart Starr, Belichick, Brady, Phil Jackson and Michael Jordan, Phil Jackson and Shaq and Kobe, Red Arbach, Bill Russell, there, I mean, there, there are countless others, right? But, you know, or in uh, if you go into, uh, like, individual sports, Tiger Woods and Butch Harmon. He hasn't been with Butch Harmon in a while, but many think that when Tiger was at his best, when Butch Harmon was his swing coach. Or in boxing, uh, Angelo Dundee and Muhammad Ali, uh, Freddie Roach, Manny Pacquiao, Freddie Roach to countless others. Uh, Greg Jackson in mixed martial arts to uh, to a lot of people out there uh, down there in Albuquerque, and you know what are they bringing these people in for? Now, if you're on a team, your coach is your coach, but the guys in individual sports can select who they want. Why? Because they want to maximize what they can get out of their skill set out of their sport. And that's what a good coach does cuz a good coach is going to be able to look they're going to be someone else is going to be able to see things that you can't see. You're not going to be 
you're not going to be able to see all your flaws. You're not going to be able to see... I mean, unless you're standing in front of a mirror all day, you're, you're not going to be able to see everything that goes on that you're doing. And even if you are standing in front of the mirror, you might miss something. But a coach, a coach can see that. And a good coach will get a team or individual, if it's on an individual basis, to maximize their potential. Think about think about the Patriots. I know I know not a lot of people like the Patriots, but you can't deny their success. Especially with a lot of interchangeable parts. When you look at their success, there's two well three constants. Your owner, Robert Kraft, your quarterback Tom Brady and your coach Bill Belichick. And what makes Bill Belichick special, that over those years, those are the only three constants. They've had a lot of interchangeable parts, but they get the most out of them. That's what a good coach does. So if you're looking for you know, a particular skill, seek out a coach. You know, I mean, there's, there's business coaches. There's, coaches aren't just for sports. You know, you got, I mean, you got business coaches life coaches, all kinds of different coaches. But find someone who has expertise in what you want to do. And if they're in your area, awesome. Find someone in your area. Seek them out. You know, you want to get better at golf? Hire a swing coach or a mental coach. You want to get better at becoming a better leader? Get a leadership coach. Or go to leadership conferences or seminars. And whatever else you want to be good at, there's someone out there who can either teach you or, or who you can learn from. And, and, you know, a mentor is similar to a coach. It's not the same thing. A lot of times a mentor is not going to have the same hands-on hands-on, I don't know what the word would be, uh, hands-on input that a coach might be. You know, you might just, it might not be a session where you're, you know, hitting mitts or uh, hitting, hitting balls and golf or tennis or whatever it is. You know, it might just be you're having coffee with your mentor and you're just asking them, questions about what they do and what they you know how did they achieve the level of success that that they've achieved in their in their life you know how 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 did they get there how, what what did uh, what were their struggles how did they uh, how did they overcome roadblocks you know how do they become more effective leader how do they constantly learn and that's That's a great relationship to have, and it can provide great insights, you know, into into what you want to do. And it's especially great if you can find out if they're willing to share with you what they did wrong, 
yes, it's you want to know what they did right. But you also, I mean, if they will share with you what they did wrong, that's probably the best piece of information that you can get because then you can learn and then know in the future to not do that, to avoid the same pitfalls that, you know, never make the same mistake once. And that's, you know, that's a powerful relationship, mentor-mentee. Um, just like coach-player or coach-teacher-student, you know, they're all, it's, it, that's a special relationship. And try to, you know, seek that out. If you, if you, you know, do some research, if you really want to take it to the next level, find someone in your company, in your area. Or if you want to go, you know, in, even if it's in a complete another field, you want to make a jump to something completely different. Seek someone out. And they may not respond, but try. Seek someone out. You know, find a, find a mentor. Um, Benjamin Graham Warren Buffett. There's, I just wanted to throw a non-sports example out there just to show that I can do that. Uh, ben, Benjamin Graham Warren Buffett. You know, he was, that was Warren Buffett's mentor. And there are, I mean, there are countless other examples. But, you know, seek, seek that out. I mean, you, I, I read to you what Arnold, what Arnold uh, said in that forward there. He's not a self-made man. None of us are. Every single person who's, has gotten some kind of help along the way. And... You know, you got to seek that out. It's not going to just come to you. You have to seek it out. Seek out those connections and friendships that are gonna that are gonna get you that are gonna make you better. Now, someone might say, "Well, I, you know, I live in a small town, and there's not a lot of." Uh, you know, there's no one in my town or in my company, or I work at a small company, or, you know, I work in a big company and my group doesn't have anybody that, you know, I want to learn from or mentor to have mentor me or coach. Well, if there's no one, if there's no one around you, you're in luck. You're living in the right time. Because we all, at the tip of our fingers, all you need is your phone or a computer. You need an internet connection or a library card. And you have access to unlimited mentors. I mean, that's, that's really what this book is, Tools of Titans. And I just read the foreword of it. Um, and, and Tim Ferriss, who I've never met, but I love his stuff. I followed him for a very long time. Um, his stuff is, you know, this book, and then he had a new book called Tribe of Mentors. That's exactly what it, what I'm talking about. People out there, incredibly successful people sharing information. I mean, you may have never met Tim Ferriss or Tony Robbins or Gary Vaynerchuk or 
Phil Jackson or Bill Belichick or whoever, you've probably never met them. But you can still learn from them. They can, you can still have that. I mean, you don't have, even though you don't have the personal connection, you can still have on a larger level a mentor-mentee kind of relationship with this person. That's what, what's so great about books and podcasts and YouTube. I mean, you can just, you can go out and find any kind of information that you want. And I mean, I've never met Marcus Aurelius. He died, I don't know, thousand, over a thousand years before I was born. I consider him to be a mentor and the book Meditations to be a mentor for how I try to live my life. And there are, you know, many other examples of that. All you need is an internet connection. There's so much free information. You know, if you don't have what you consider to be a great coach or a great potential mentor around you, that's not an excuse. Be resourceful and go out onto the internet and have... You have access to unbelievable amounts of information that you can learn from. And a lot of times on these podcasts or shows, and people will tell you their mistakes. And then you can, what's, what went right for them? What didn't go right? And you can learn from that. You know, you want to get better at social media? Watch all of Gary Vaynerchuk's stuff. There's your mentor. Um, any industry that you want to go in, chances are there's probably an episode of the Tim Ferriss show that has a, a guest on it or Tim talking himself about, about that and any industry. I mean, he's had people, you know, people from all the top performers across many many industries listen to those learn from them there's you those are your mentors so if you don't think there's anyone around you that can do that for you well look again because chances are there probably is but if there really isn't and even if there is do this too find a mentor without actually meeting them via podcasts, YouTube, books, whatever. All you need is an internet connection and a library card. And you can... You can have... Get that insight, have that relationship. And you can say... You know, when someone asks you, are you a self-made man or woman? You can say, no, I had a lot of people help me along the way, including people I've never met. So, go find a mentor. Go find a coach. Find someone who can help you get to where you want to be. And maybe then see if there's a way that you can help them with something too. You know, make that kind of exchange and get an even deeper connection and relationship. So, that's part one. Part two of this is what... What do you want to look for in a coach? Now, this is specifically towards coaching. In a mentor, 
what you want to look for is someone who has done exactly the things that you want to do and who has experience that that you can learn from. That's what you want in a mentor. But in a coach, someone who's going to be working, you know, hands-on with you to improve your game, your arsenal, your anything. And and I'll use coach and teacher interchangeably. What do you what do you want from them? Well, you want someone, you don't want someone who's going to be a yes man or woman who's going to tell you how great you are. That's not a good coach or a good teacher. You want someone who will be constructive, who will tell you when you're jacking things up. You want someone who, yeah, will provide you encouragement from time to time. But you want someone who will actually bring out the best in you. I think that's the ultimate mark that you're looking for. You know, someone who will who's not going to tolerate any BS, who's, you know, if you suck one day, they're going to tell you, man, you suck today, but here's how we can improve it. You know, that when we talked about Michael Jordan a couple episodes back and him going to his coach from college after his first year in the NBA, Roy Williams, and saying, what can I work on? And Roy Williams kind of joked with him at the beginning and said, hey, you just won Rookie of the Year. What do you want? And what did he say? He said, or Jordan said to him, he goes, no, I know you're going to, you'll be straight with me and tell me what I need to work on. And then Roy Williams told him to, you know, work on his jump shot. Right? That's the kind of relationship you're looking for. That's what you want in a coach. Someone who will tell you, not coddle you, not say, I don't know, fluffy things and, you know, is not good. That's not going to get you to be your best self. It's not. You want a coach that's going to help you. And bring out, bring out the best that you have inside of you. That's what a good coach does. So I'm going to read a few excerpts here from a book. It's a short book called Coach by Michael Lewis, author of Liar's Poker, The Big Short, and Moneyball. And... The book is about his high school baseball coach from uh, his high school in New Orleans, who's this real old school coach that has trouble relating to millennial kids and parents of millennial kids. And the 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 book is about his coach and the lessons Michael Lewis learned from the coach and and how his style while now it rubs a lot of people the wrong way how it really is the right intention and what um what you want in a coach someone that'll 
you know, call kids out on their BS and really try to get them to see that they're capable of more than they think they are. And so this is first passage. He's, uh, Michael Lewis has gone back to New Orleans and he's talking to his coach. And the coach is talking about his relationship with, with the current crop of kids that they've had. And he says, I can't get inside them anymore. They don't get it, but most kids don't get it. The trouble is every time I try, the parents get in the way. By it, he did not mean the importance of winning or even exactly of trying hard. What he meant was neatly captured on a sheet of paper he held in his hand, which he intended to photocopy and hand out to his players as the keynote for one of his sermons. The paper contained a quote from Lou Pinella, the legendary baseball manager. He will never be a tough competitor. He doesn't know how to be comfortable with being uncomfortable. It was the importance of battling one's way through all the easy excuses life offered for giving up. So that's what, that's what a good coach, especially at a younger level, high school, is trying to get out of. And, but this is true even at the adult level. You know, that teaching someone it to battle your way through the challenges that you see and to kick aside the excuses that are all around you for giving up, trying to bring that out and instill that in someone is what a good coach does. And then next passage, he's talking about He's at, uh, Michael Lewis is asking his coach, you know, about his navigating now, you know, the coaching kids with when parents want to be involved and, you know, sitting, looking over his shoulder, if you will, at how he's coaching their kids. And he says, he says, I've had to learn that you can't save everybody. What do you mean save? That gave him pause and a new expression of a man thinking about how what he said might sound if it was repeated. I don't mean I can save their lives or their careers or anything like that, he said. I mean that some of them will under, never understand the responsibility they have to their teams and themselves. I had a different recollection of the sort of salvation he was aiming at. I recalled a man trying to give boys a sense that their lives could be something other than ordinary. That, so that last sentence, I recalled a man trying to give boys a sense that their lives could be something other than ordinary. I think that is what a good coach or teacher does is to teach you the requisite skills and give you the belief that you can do what you're setting out to do and that you're capable of doing more than you think you can. 
I know that the, the good coaches that I've had in my life through in sports and in other things, that's what they've done, 100%. I think that's, you know, that's what good team leaders do, but we're talking about coaches right now, coaches and mentors, but that's what a good coach does. That's what you want to seek out. Someone who will be able to instill in if you now if you don't have this, you want someone to instill in you that your life can be something other than ordinary. And if you already have that belief, then you want to find someone who can bring that out of you. All right, so this is going to be the last passage from the book. This is kind of the end. This is the last, it's a speech that uh, Lewis's coach gives to his, his team. So to the book. When are you consciously going to start dealing with the fact that this is a competitive situation. I mean, you're almost a recreational baseball team. The trouble is, you don't play in a recreational league. You play serious, competitive, interscholastic baseball. That means the other guy isn't out for recreation. He wants to strike you out. He wants to embarrass you until your eyeballs roll over. The boys were paying attention now. The man was born to drill holes into thick skulls and shout directly into the adolescent brain. It was riveted. I was riveted by his performance as I'd been 25 years ago, which was good as he was coming to his point. So that was Michael Lewis. He will, he, uh, will interject in here a little bit, um, just a couple of paragraphs. So this is back to the speech. One of the goodies about athletics is you get to find out if you can stretch, if you can get better, but you got to push. And you guys don't even push to get through the day. You put more effort into parties than you do into this team. And this is Michael Lewis. Then he cited several examples of parties into which his baseball players had put great effort. For a man with such overt contempt for parties, he was distressingly well-informed about their details, including the fact that, at some, the parents provided the booze. And then back to, uh, back to the speech. I know about parents. I know how much they love to say, I pay $14,000 in tuition so my little boy deserves to play. No way. You earn the right to play. I had a mom and dad, too, you know. I love my mom and dad. My dad didn't understand much about athletics, so he didn't always get it. You have to make the distinction at some point. At some point, you have to stand up and be a man and say, this is how I'm going to do it. This is how I'm going to approach it. When is the last time any of you guys did that? No, for you, it's all fun. Well, it's not all fun. Some days, it's work. So, that, now, I'm not saying you have to go out and find a drill instructor. You know, the... The guy from Full Metal Jacket. You don't need to go find him to be your coach. To just 
to call you out on, on BS and, and bring out the best in you. But my point in reading that and why I think it's a good idea to seek out a coach similar or mentor similar to Michael Lewis's high school baseball coach, who Coach Fitz is his name, who I just described or read from. That's what you want to look at. Somebody, you, you know, and as he was telling those kids, basically calling them out on their BS and telling them that they need to put in the work. Because a lot of times you're not going to call yourself out on your own BS. Some, sometimes you can. And that's, that's awesome and very commendable if you do. But that's not always easy to call yourself out on your own BS. And you don't want a coach or a teacher who won't call you out on your BS. Because you're never going to get better that way. But this is about improvement. You want someone who's going to call you out, who's going to tell you when you're not working hard enough, who's going to tell you and make you believe that you have more to give and more to extract out of yourself and out of your team, if you're in a team setting, than you think you're capable of giving. And they'll call you out when you're not giving it and then extract out you know, what, what you can give. So seek out someone like that, someone who's going to bring out the very, the very best in you. That's what you want in a coach. Yes, someone who's going to teach you the requisite skills that you need to get to where you want to go, but who will also help you believe that you can get there. And then when you're getting off the path to not getting there, we'll call you out and get you back on the path. That's what you want to look for. And that concludes my hour lesson for today. So go out and find, do some research. See if you can find a mentor or a coach in your area. And if you can't, then go on the internet and listen to podcasts, read books, find mentors that way. And see, see how that will improve your life. You know, maybe you've been stuck in a rut trying to get to where you need to be and, and this coach or mentor can help you break that plateau and get over the next level, so... Put it into practice. Find someone and and try to try to forge that relationship and see what it does does for your life. But make sure it's the right kind of coach, right kind of mentor, someone who who will help bring out uh, who will teach you, but also bring out the best in you. So that is it for today's show. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I can't say that enough. Thank you to everybody for listening. Uh, I'd love to hear some feedback. Um, you know, if you do, uh, if you do strike up a, a relationship with a, a coach or a mentor after listening to this, let me know. You can connect with me. I'd love to hear that the story um, on Instagram. It's read r e i d underscore. Ebersole, E-B, 
E-R-S-O-L-E. And on Twitter, we are at Timeless P-D-C-S-T. So hit me up on there. Uh, let me know if you do strike up some sort of uh, mentor, mentee relationship or coach, player, teacher, student relationship. I'd love to hear about that and how it helps you um, and any other feedback that you would like to provide. So again, boom, that is it. Thank you to everybody for listening. I love you. This is not a self-made podcast. It is 100% about and due to everybody who listens, and I can't thank you enough for it. So, put this stuff into practice. Be timeless. We'll talk to you next time. Peace.